Hey girl. So, it looks like Tammy has been doing this teaser for part three of our listeners' tales. Quite a few of you have submitted some pretty creepy stories, while others submitted stories that were just crazy. Here are a few examples of some that we share on today's episode that are scary. I mean exciting, but mostly scary. We have our first ghost dog story ever, a story about a girl from Oz that connects with dead people, haunted clown decorations, that's just a hard no on that one, and a tale about a haunted mental hospital here in LA, which I will be never visiting. Great! I may or may not be able to finish this episode, but it's time to buck up and enjoy. Bye! A haunted hospital? No! to get weird, Holly Weirdos. Yes, we are continuing with our listeners' tales segment. This is our part three and our ode, our haunted love letter to our listeners who have submitted their ghost stories to Holly Weird Paranormal. We are absolutely delighted, yet low-key excited and creeped out to share these amazing and spooky tales with everyone out there. So thank you to everyone who submitted Now let's, uh, as Bryce said, buck up, grab your nightlight, and maybe pull that cover close to your chin in bed while you listen to part three to our listeners' tales. Watch out. There might be a ghost about. Alright guys, we have <laughs> the haunted tea that you guys have sent to us. Yes. So we had posted on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, guys, um, to please send us your ghost tales. Please. And you guys never seem to like disappoint us. I know. Rose to the occasion and then some. <laughs> so thanks. <laughs> As I cry in a corner. <laughs> you do um, do a good job scaring Bryce. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Cool, guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have a couple of amazing yes. episodes. Some pretty creepy ones. We have a recording from a gentleman by the name of Moses who um, was cleaning our carpets the other day. We spoke, connected, and we mentioned that we had a podcast. Mm -hmm. And he was like, dude, I have a bunch of ghost stories. And we recorded one that definitely, definitely sent me, like, sent shivers down my spine. Mm -hmm. Because he has some literal scars. Uh, No me toques. (laughs) Well, he got toqued really hard. Uh. That like is hard. the worst. Yeah, so he... It is the great unifier, though. Like, I feel like it's a low-key, like, amazing first date question. Like, what's your first haunting? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it just tells you so much about the person, and everyone has something, and I just love that. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of cool in a way, because, like, normally you wouldn't really think twice about, like, the people who are doing work in your home. You know what I mean? You, exactly. Like, say hello, and, like, that's it. But, like, it is, like, such an icebreaker. It, it really is. I love that. And surprisingly, there's some people that are like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, what, what do you want to hear? I have a bunch of tales. Yeah, like, which one do you want to hear? Yeah. Um, all of them? All of them, like, I, have, I have another job. Not yeah. today, you don't. Like, mm-mm. <laughs> I still have a full tank of Starbucks. Yeah, so we could still, <laughs> exactly. We could still, like, spill a lot of paranormal tea That's here. Sad. It's sad. Yeah. It's, it's like having a dog. It's like when you meet someone with a dog, it's like, oh, let me talk to you about my dog. Really? Yeah. Kind of, you know, what kind of dog was it? Oh, oh what was her, her name or his name? And then... You is meet, it a rescue? Is it a rescue? Always oh, my favorite question. Who? Like, Save who? I know. Like, if I don't say yes, are you going to, like, hurt me? Like, am I in danger right now? Like, okay. Yes, it is. Please leave me alone now. Like strangers on the street. Bless. Were you haunted? Mm. Yes. Yes, I am. Now, were you, I mean, was was that something that you summoned? Oh, or was God. that something that you, ju- was, are you just haunted? Yeah. Yeah. Both. <laughs> haunted by my exes. Oof, haunted by bad decisions. Oof. Haunted by bad hair days. That's Oof. just moi. All right, guys. So we have a slew of great stories. Yee. We have one about haunted 
Halloween decorations. We have another one that literally brought me to tears the other day, our first ghost dog story. And we have another one from Oz about a woman who connects with the dead. Crazy. Unintentionally connects with them, or they connect with her. And then we have our other one recorded with our friend Moses about his little excursion Mm. on, you know, don't wander into abandoned, haunted asylums. You know, I think I'm actually, I think I've really got that lesson down. I think I'm good. Yeah. Didn't you see the picture of his scars? I posted it on Instagram. I know, and then he was like, yeah, and then I had this big tattoo to cover him up, and he's like, you could still see, like, two of them, which wow. I did. I was I was just like, that is <laughs> insane. That Amazing. is crazy. It's like, physically, you could literally see it. It's, oh. I know, very scary. Blurg. Mm-hmm. So, Bryce, let's jump into it, shall we? Let's just jump right in. You go first. Ladies first. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, this is from Jessica. Hi. Hello. Hello. I have a little ghost story for you. I love little ghosts. People would always side-eyed me every time I would tell this. Haters gonna hate. Mm-hmm. This is about my dog haunting my parents' house. Oh, that's I so know. cute. Is I it hope, a rescue? I hope my dog haunts me. <laughs> I know. Because I think that's the only ghost that I could handle. But <laughs> Finn. Yeah, he just needs to haunt me. It's fine. Um, Growing up, I had a golden retriever named Mike. <laughs> yep, I gave my dog a human name, lol. I love that. I love mm-hmm. women with men, like traditionally men names and men with traditionally women names and dogs with human names. Those are like <laughs> my three go-tos. So good for you, girl. Um, anyway, Mike crossed the Rainbow Bridge on February 25th, Aww. 2002. Oh, Michael. He suffered two massive strokes the night before. The second and final stroke left him paralyzed. About a month after his passing, I'm sleeping in my bedroom with the door shut. I'm awoken by my dog walking, then stopping by my door to shake and then walked away. My dog used to wear a choke chain. It was because the normal collars would slide off of him. On his choke chain, he had these metal tags on it that would make a tinking sound every time he would walk. Sure enough, I heard that tinking sound. No one else was home that morning, of course. And his choke chain was put away in the living room. Ooh, gross. I told this to my mom, and she goes, Yeah, Mike's been around. He'll leave when he's ready. Aw, Mom. Oh, Miguel. Aw, and... Oh, no. This last line is really sad. It I says, know. I just don't want to cry. I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna look up at the ceiling. Yes, it's fine. Think of good I'm, things. I'm gonna think of good things. Um, and she goes, "Yeah, Mike's been around. He'll leave when he's ready. It has been 17 years since he has last visited." Me. Thanks you for still, reading. You still have a guardian angel. Yeah. You lost a dog, but you gained a guardian angel, Jessica. She always sends these amazing but sad stories. They're beautiful, but they always mm. want to make me cry. Oh, Michael. I know. Poor Miguel. It's like, I, I want to cry. love that his name is Mike. That's so <laughs> cute. I want a dog. I have a dog, obviously. But I want a dog at some point in my life named Pencil. I don't know why. <laughs> what? Yep. I want two dogs. I want one to be named Pencil and one to be named Pabu. <laughs> like, Pencil, Pabu, come here. No idea. Like, no idea. Yeah, it's so random. So Mike, Pencil, and Pabu can just tootle around town. Well, we originally wanted two dogs, and we were going to name them Optimus Prime and Bumblebee because oh, we, my husband cute. and I love Transformers. Oh. So when we take them for a walk, it's like Autobots roll out, I love you know? It. Oh, cute. But when we found Mia, my husband's like, no, I like that name Mia. I'm like, yeah. It okay. is weird, like, mm-hmm. when they have a name that, like, kind of already fits them, you're yeah. just like, I can't change it. Mm-hmm. That was how my dog growing up was. I was like, no, she's a Sylvia. And I'm always really grateful <laughs> because now whenever you play the, like, what's your stripper name or, like, what's your porn name, I sound like a really classy, like, old German war stripper. Oh, my God. What is Sylvia your stripper? Berlin. I'm Goldie Belmont. Goldie Belmont wears some Dolly Parton jewels. I That's feel nice. like, yeah, I would have, like, a curly bob, Ooh. some double Fs, Love you it. know. Yeah. Sylvia Berlin wears a pencil skirt, and you might see some ankle. Like it's, <laughs> it's not a good show. You might. She's a classy lady. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you, Jessica. That thank is you, such Jessica. a beautiful story. Mm. I'm trying not to cry because this foundation was forty eight dollars, girl. girl. Let me tell you. But thank you so much. It's so beautiful. Aww. All right, so we have another one sent to us from a gal named Emma. Hi. Hello, Emma, and thank you. So. She goes on to write, my name is Emma, and in my life I have experienced a handful of experiences that are just weird. Some were good, 
some were good weird and some were just weird that I couldn't explain why. Mm. I'm going to tell you of an experience I had back in October of 2018. I oh, felt, wow. oh yeah, so recent, so That's fresh. I love recent. them. I love these stories that are like recent, recent. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like there were angry people looking at me when I would come out of my room at night time and time again when no one was awake. Nothing more than that until this one night in October. Side note, I love Halloween, so I decided to decorate my room with Halloween decorations. So I had put one of those door decorations of an image, you know, like skeletons, witches, Mm. etc. I had one of a creepy clown, and I had... (laughs) No, that girl... Interjection. Okay. That was your mistake. (laughs) Continue. Oh my god, no... And I had placed him on my door for a while. On one particular night, I was walking up the stairs and noticed the clown decoration was moving by a powerful wind. I could feel the wind coming through the cracks of the door, so I decided to film it before I entered my room. Once I recorded this, I went in and double-checked if my window was shut and the vent was off. I only had one vent, and it was on the floor, and both the vent and the window were closed off. Mm. The vent does not have one of those kind of strength or doesn't have a kind of strength and it was blocked by a basket with blankets inside. Jesus Christ. So already, that's good. She already, you know, investigated, you know, the area. Yeah. She, you know, tried to debunk it. She's like, well, the window's closed. Yeah, the vent's shut off and there's a basket blocking it with weight in mm. it, right? Even if the vents were on in that moment, it still couldn't have reached the door with that kind of power. Mm. I felt creeped out, but there's nothing I could do, so I did my t- I'm sorry. <laughs> you could burn the clown decoration. <laughs> Interjection number two. Yeah, light that clown on fire. Like, hello. <laughs> nothing I could do. Come on, girl. Oh, my goodness. She's going to hate me. I'm sorry. <laughs> then the ghost of that haunted clown like decoration will come back and come haunt back you. Come back and back and back, Yeah, yes. there you go. I felt creeped out, but there was nothing I could do, so I did my typical night routine and went to bed and kept it up. I told a friend about it, and she was like, girl, get rid of the clown. Yes. (laughs) That's a good friend. So I had thrown it away. Also, I had two similar decorations but for um, my window, but never had a similar problem with them like I had with the door. If you want, I could try to find the video. It's not the best um, at the angles. LOL. P.S. Love you guys and the show. Keep it up. Emma, thank you. Hey, thank you. Please never hang the clown up again. Thank you. Oh my god, thank you. Verbal contract. <laughs> so I did see the video. Oh my god. And it was it. There are decent angles. Bravo. Um, it is moving. No. And it it's like moving on the sides. It's moving on the sides. It's like it's not even moving on the bottom. Like it, the door is completely closed. Oh my god. I don't, I don't think anything else was open around mm-hmm. the hallway area. Because I asked her, like, was anything else open? Was there, like, an air conditioner? Nothing. Emma. I know. So maybe there is a little something, something. Maybe not in, like, within that decoration or came with that decoration. Plus, that was another thing I asked her. Like, was the decoration a vintage piece that you found mm. at a thrift store? Because I've heard stories of people buying vintage decorations that came with something. Oh, she said, no, this is like a brand new piece. Um, it could be like something in the house that, you know, didn't like the decoration or was playing around with you and wanted to make itself known. Yeah. Yeah. Or third option. Okay. All clowns are evil. There, <laughs> yes. I, we're going to get like clown hate mail. <laughs> How dare you? I know. Right. Sorry, clowns. <laughs> Clown paint smeared yeah. all over the letter. Oh, God, I would die. <laughs> um, Emma, you brave soul. I know. I love it. I would. I don't, I, I don't have a fear of clowns, but I just wouldn't think to put like something like that in my room. Like, mm. But, I mean. Teach their own, I guess. Teach their own, yeah. Yeah, I don't have, like, I can see a clown and not, like, cry or something, but there is something <laughs> really jarring to me about, like, and I think this does stem from, like, having to have had walked along Hollywood Boulevard for as long as I did. Oh, yeah. Like, for any of you who have not been there, it's very interesting. I had an an uncle when I was, like, in high school, and he was, like, we were visiting, and he said, you know, don't 
don't go to Hollywood. Like, it's kind of better in your mind. And then you get there, and it's like a letdown. And I was, at the time, like, really dis- – I think I might have actually told this story before. Um, a repeat. Uh, and I was sort of disappointed at the time. I was like, I really want to see, like, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And then you, like, see actual Hollywood Boulevard, and you're like, ew, yeah. gross. And I always – I kind of feel like I need to, like, run down the street, like, telling tourists, like, don't interact with them. It's, like, not safe. Yeah. Most of them are, like, not – good people in these costumes do you know what I mean yeah. it's like homeless like no judgment we all have to make money so like I'm not trying to be like classist right now but the people that you're like shoving your kids into to like get a picture with like Mickey or Darth Vader or Chewbacca you know what I mean it's mm-hmm. like you don't know who's behind that costume and I think that's why clowns creep me out it was like you don't know who put that makeup on yeah so just like don't go to Hollywood Boulevard. Might be your ex. <laughs> yeah, girl, <laughs> real. Yeah, I, I mean, that's the same mentality I had too when I first like witnessed Hollywood mm-hmm. Boulevard. I was just very, very surprised. It's like walking down, you know, Bourbon Street in the mm-hmm. French Quarter. It's just nothing but the smell of beer, piss, and weed. Well, and that's the thing that's so weird. <laughs> you know, as we move closer and closer to the upcoming Los Angeles Olympics. Mm, oh, yeah. It's the same thing with, like, the Oscars every year. I mean, that is held on Hollywood Boulevard, but it takes two months of them, like, cleaning and clearing the street and oh the God, homeless yeah. population before all that red carpet gets built. Oh, it's a circus outside of, yeah. of the barricades. It's and, just, no, it's like a legit mm-hmm. circus. And none of those people live in Hollywood. None no. of those people like work in Hollywood. They come to Hollywood for one night for the Oscars, mm-hmm. and then they all shuttle away to the after party, and it's like the husk is left after. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, all of that to say... I think we can all agree, and Emma <laughs> is on board. No more clowns. I think we can all agree that not only will the Clown Association contact you, Bryce, oh my God, but also so angry the right Hollywood now. character reenactors will be at you pretty well, soon. <laughs> look at, be prepared for Cinderella, yeah. Spider-Man, and the Hulk bish my, at your door. My greatest defense is that I don't live there and no one comes over the hill, so like, I think I'm fine. That's right. <laughs> I'll see you on the valley side. Like, Bye. Bye. <laughs> Now you have another one. Yes, in there. I do. This is from, I think it's Therese. I'm going to say that's how you say your name. If it's not, I'm really sorry. With an Australian accent. I can't do an Australian accent, so I will not even be trying. <laughs> you're <laughs> it always welcome. sounds like you're asking a question. Yeah. Therese? I, I don't know. Every accent that I end up trying to do always turns southern anyway. <laughs> like, why are you doing a southern dialect? I'm like, I don't know. It's just like my go to. Like, it's supposed to be Irish. Like, please do Irish. I'm like, how do you feel about like a southern gentleman? They're like, that's not what the assignment is. <laughs> Okay. And that's why I'm so famous and a working voice actor. Oh. Okay. (laughs) Hi, Tammy and Bryce. Hi. Hello. I'm a new listener, love, Mm -hmm. and I'm currently binging on all your episodes. That's so sweet. I know. Thank you. Thank you so much for doing that. Sorry for like 40% of my rants. (laughs) And I'm also not sorry. Uh, I love the work you do. Tammy, you deliver a story and narrate so well. It makes your episodes even more interesting than they already are. And Bryce, you're the worst. No, I'm just kidding. That's not what she said. (laughs) (laughs) And Bryce, seriously, you crack me up. I am not from Hollywood. In fact, I'm from Sydney, Australia. And I recently listened to a listener stories episode. And I thought I would share a little of mine with you if that's okay. Woohoo! Blanket statement for everyone except the clowns that are listening. It is always okay. Please always share your stories always. with us. We will make an episode just for you. I <laughs> If adore, it's one story, we'll do it. Like texting Bryce, like, I have a story. Oh, it's the best. It. It's like Christmas <laughs> in April. <laughs> Entirely up to you if you use it in an episode. We will. Uh, I certainly we won't be offended if you don't. We will. I am a non-practicing psychic medium. Obsessed. Mm -hmm. And by non-practicing, I mean I no longer give readings or go out of my way to communicate with the other side too much. I can't help but pick up things, but that kind of comes with the territory. The reason I'm non-practicing is I didn't want it taking over my life, and the reaction from some people can be quite negative. I bet. Agreed. That's good for you. Self-care first. Yes. Um, This is actually rare for me to see spirits with my eyes as I usually see them and communicate with them in my mind. When I'm connected, as I call it, I can actually feel a certain part of my brain where the pineal gland is located. Obsessed with this, yes. I know. I have learned to rely on this feeling to tell me when something par- is paranormal related or not. Oh my God. Could you imagine? I know. 
like a little internal sensor that's like, oh, this is paranormal. I feel like I would really need that. Me too. I need to know where's the penile gland. Um, I think it's <laughs> at like the base where the brain connects to the brain stem toward okay. the back. But I could be just pulling that out of my ass. So okay. someone's gonna throw us in like Under a the textbook bus, and like, be like, these idiots. Actually, guys. <laughs> and they should. It's fine. I don't have Wikipedia pulled up. Anyway, <laughs> penile gland. Love it. <laughs> Um, I have a paranormal experience. I've had paranormal experiences for as long as I can remember, but I thought I would share some of the more memorable ones with you. My very first memory of a paranormal event is from before I started school. My grandmother had a room in her house that I absolutely refused to enter. It always looked darker than dark to me, and I had an extremely ominous feeling coming from it. I always felt like I was being watched when I would walk past, so I avoided it as much as possible. Yes, girl. Oh Self-preservation. It's like the Harris House episode. Ugh, Remember? Yes. Grandma's room. We were never allowed in Grandma's room. It scared us. Ooh. Avoid it at all costs. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand what it was that I was feeling at the time, as my family didn't really discuss the paranormal or anything like that. When I think back to that room now, I can still feel the heavy, dark feeling that came from it. Oh, gross. Uh, I started experiencing more when I turned around 14 years. I woke up one night to the sound of a woman humming. Oh, God, no. no. It was very soft and comforting and not in any way scary. Oh, that's kind of nice. If you can, like, harmonize, it's, like, kind of (laughs) cute. The sound made me feel very warm and fuzzy inside. I now know that it was one of my spirit guides. Oh, stop. That's so sweet. I know. I feel like if I had a spirit guide, they better be able to hold a tune or, like, it's not going to work. They'll be clocking back at you. They'll be like, bitch, don't do that. And they're like, oh, you're a little flat. Like, you're not my guide anymore. (laughs) Get out of my house. I um, am the worst. A good way to tell if it is your spirit guide contacting you is by the warm, happy way that it will make you feel. Love that. I called out to my mom thinking perhaps it might be her, even though humming wasn't really her thing. And the humming slowly faded away to nothing. On another occasion, when I was around 15, I woke up to the sound of a thump and a drag coming down the hallway. This one seems much less warm and fuzzy. It sounded like someone who was walking and dragging their leg behind them. It continued down the hallway and stopped at my door, which was slightly ajar. Oh, my God. No. (laughs) Boy, did I dive under the covers. I stayed that way until eventually I fell asleep. I love that. I used to do that, too, where I was like, well, if I have my stuffed animal, like, on my neck so that I can't see, then I won't get, like, scared. Mm-hmm. Whatever you have to do, hide under those covers. <laughs> um, around this time, I started sleeping with the light on. Still do, as a matter of fact. Holler, me too. As I felt like there were people leaning over me and staring into my face. Oh, my God, no. Oh, no. I don't think this is what it was actually happening, but a fear of the dark had developed. Same. The spirit in my parents' house prayed a little on this. Ooh. I would wake during the night to see that my lamp was turned off. Oh, my God. Granted, my mother could have turned it off, but I've always been a light sleeper, and surely I would have woken up. What sometimes would happen next made certain it wasn't my mom turning off the lamp, at least not always. It was like I would feel the lamp turn off, and I would instantly wake. I would try to turn it back on, but it wouldn't come on. Oh, my God. (laughs) The tension. (gasps) The tension. If my lamp wouldn't come on, I would die. I would throw it across the room. I would throw it across the room. Oh, my God. And then be mad at myself for throwing it that lamp across the room because I need a source of light to protect me, you know? (laughs) The button would click, but nothing. So I took out of the bed and flick the light switch. Nothing. Next, I'd go into the hall and flick the switch again. Nothing. Oh, my God. Uh -uh. Uh, Now I know that you're probably all thinking there is a power outage or something, but my mom would always have a light above the stove on during the night. Oh, my mom, too. I think I was born in Australia. (laughs) Um, From above the stove. Okay, wait. I'm sorry. And my mom would always leave. Also, she wrote mom. Sorry to keep interrupting, but this is so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom would always leave a light above the stove on during the night, and this would still be on when I made my way into the hall. Oh, my God. I would go and stand in the light from above the stove until my heartbeat would go back to normal. When I was ready, I would make my way back into the room, and fair enough, every switch I would try would work. Oh, my God. That's so creepy. That is creepy. Nothing turned on, like nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh my god, that's I'm like a little shooketh. 
Jumping forward when I was around 22, my grand oh my grandfather died. He died very suddenly of a massive heart attack. Me. Uh, where I was living at the time, you could see into my kitchen from the bedroom, and there were large windows that would let in light from the streetlights. About three nights after I had learned that he had passed, I woke during the night and looked out my door. No, Ugh. and looked out my doorway to see a black shadow standing in front of those windows. I did the traditional rub my eyes and look again about three times, but it stayed there. I continued to look at it, and it dawned on me that it was my grandfather. When I realized this, it disappeared. Aw, I believe he had come to say goodbye. Oh, sweet. Terrifying, but sweet. Like, mm-hmm. Grandpa, couldn't you have just sent me, like, a ghost letter? I but know. like Couldn't you have been, like, a ball of light? Yeah. A ghost dog? Maybe he was just backlit. And that's not his fault. But you should always be nice to the lighting people for this exact exactly. reason. Exactly. Anyway, that's actually really sweet. So this is a message for the other side. Can you yeah. please be backlit? Yeah. Like, Do you know the amount of contour you get? Like oh, you're back. Always like, be nice amazing. to the makeup crew. Always be nice, nice, nice to, to the, the lighting. lighting. They will make you look, make it like or break J-Lo. it. Like J Lo. I was watching this show. Uh-huh. Tiny interjection. I'm sorry, everyone, that you listen to me. <laughs> um, <laughs> love, I was watching it. this show called We the People. It's on Hulu, and it's like just kind of bad like knockoff Shonda Rhimes TV but it's like nice to have on in the background Mm -hmm. and one of the main characters there was like an episode and I looked I literally out loud was like oh damn she pissed off the makeup crew because she looked so haggard like oh no bad and she's like beautiful like she's you know it's like one of those shows where like everyone is like stunning and you're like okay no law student looks like this but she looked rough like her hair oh, and her no. makeup were messed up and I was like I don't know what happened but she like pissed someone off like whatever that story may be so if you work on the show please reach out at Hollywood Paranormal <laughs> just kidding anyway well it is Hulu too I mean they they could have gotten a pretty wicked crew for hair makeup maybe but the but rest everybody of the else. episode I mean this is like I think there was a full first season, and then this is, like, four or three episodes into the second season. Uh-huh. So, like, she, this is literally, it was so jarring compared to how she normally, you know what I mean? She normally Normally looks, she yeah. looks so, like, I mean, she is kind of the, like, I'm the, like, hardworking, like, don't have time for a boyfriend character. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, they kind of say she's not wearing makeup, even though her, like, smoky eyes perfect. You know what I mean? Right. But it was jarring. I was like, oh, damn. Don't you like it when you're watching a show and the character wakes up and their hair and their makeup is perfect? And yeah. I'm like, I wish I could wake up looking like that. You're such a natural beauty. I know. Mm-hmm. Fake let me, lashes. Let me tell you about something. Yeah. I know. Anyway. I look like a haggard mess when I wake up. Therese like, is like, can you please get back to my story? <laughs> yes. Yes, I <laughs> yes, can. Yes, sorry. Yes, sorry. Yes, sorry. Um, several years later, <laughs> I had not long rotten married. I don't know what that means. And if that is an Australian phrase, I'm very sorry. Probably. Maybe gotten? I don't know. And my then husband and I were sharing a house with his brother. This house always gave me a creepy vibe, but I wasn't in tune with my abilities yet. Oh, interesting. And so I would pass it off as my imagination. One night, I woke during the night, and my foot... (laughs) Just do we need to take a pause? Oh, my God. One night, I woke during the night, and my foot was being held up in the air. I could actually... Oh, no. I could actually feel fingers wrapped around the top half of my foot. Oh, ghost with a foot fetish. Great. As I became fully awake, my foot was slowly lowered back onto the bed and it disappeared. Oh, God, do not touch my feet. This was not sleep paralysis as I was able to move the rest of my body. I always wonder what it intended to do before I woke up. Oh, my uh, God. Same girl. A, B, give you physical therapy. C, oh, give you Oh, that'd be f- nice. I know. I'm like, foot up in the air. Is he giving you a nice stretch? Like how like yeah. a chiropractor does like when uh-huh. they're trying to stretch you out? Or C, could he be giving you a foot massage? I was going to make a joke and be like, if any ghost wants to like physical therapy in my knee, they can, but I actually don't want that. So please stay out of my house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not trying to invite a myriad of demons into my home so thank you mm-hmm. um that's really creepy the that is scary s- the lowering slowly really creeps me out oh i mean i'm trying to think like no like like do you wake up and like with your one of your feet in the air like oh no. was i having a that much of a violent dream where i'm kicking no especially the like if it was a muscle spasm it wouldn't like lower down slowly slowly like that and feeling the fingers Ugh. the finger part that is like mm. no, <laughs> 
In more recent years, <laughs> Teresa, I'm sorry. Thank you for listening. I'm going to have to write her a letter. Or your toes painted at She's least. like, please just tell my story the way I wrote it. Fair. Fair. That's a very I mean, valid totally criticism. Fine. I know. I know. In more recent years, <laughs> I woke up one night to find a man standing in the corner of my bed. Ugh. Ugh, that's not grandpa. Not at in. Oh, creepy. The corner of my bed entered around his thighs. He stayed there for quite a few seconds, and I could see him in complete detail. He was approximately 60 plus. He was a pale with gray hair and had on a yellow button-up collared shirt and tan or brown trousers. I can't read. After I'd been looking at him for a moment or two, he took a step towards me. No. I lurched back and gasped, and he stopped and slowly disappeared. That was someone else's grandpa. Do not step towards me. Step up to the streets, too, but not towards me. I cannot. Oof, that's Sometimes really... you got to step up for what you believe in. Yeah, guys. that is really creepy. Oof. <laughs> These are just some of the many paranormal events in my life, and I'm glad I was able to share them with you. Keep up the work. Love you guys, except not after this story because you ruined it. <laughs> no, thank oh, you so much for sharing God. those. That was, I, th- yeah, when I read that, I was just like, girl. Oh, the step towards. Well, we've talked about this phenomenon of like why ghosts are incorporeal and like why they can walk through walls or solid objects and I wonder like where what time he was from when there wasn't a bed there, right? Like so he's walking through Mm -hmm. a different room essentially. Yeah, like a different skeletal version Mm -hmm. of that home. So like that's the thing is like if there was a stairwell and then it gets bulldozed and becomes like a house. Mm -hmm. They're like they're walking through the floor and it's like right because for them there were stairs there and now there's not. Yeah it could be residual. Mm -hmm. Residual like I mentioned too in episodes before like when you go to uh, Virginia there Mm -hmm. are those houses that were converted um, from war hospitals civil war hospitals Mm -hmm. you know and um, there's this one story of this girl that would always see a soldier walk through her window, mm-hmm. like walk, like past her bed and through the window. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that that was like uh, there was an extension wow. to the house that they had torn down, and he was actually walking into another room that wasn't there. So everybody, get your blueprints out and. Do your homework. Girl. Seriously. That's creepy though. The step towards. Yeah. No. Hell no. At least she, like when she gasped, he was like, oh, yeah. oh, we're not doing this. No, bitch. No, we're not. Yeah. Maybe it didn't seem super like malevolent. No nefarious or any. Ugh, no. Oh. But that's crazy, you know, that she has that ability to connect, mm. you know. And here's a little like, I don't mean to piggyback off this story. No, but that's it's amazing. been like on um, it's been in my head too, but when I went to New Orleans and I've been dealing with with this that I haven't mentioned on this podcast, mm-hmm. but I've been feeling Oh god. No. <laughs> that there's something around my apartment. And um, bye. <laughs> in the beginning, like my husband and I would notice like our TV in the living room would turn on by itself. I would wake up and I would hear music and I would wake him up and I'm like, "Babe, can you is someone in here? He's like, what do you mean? So what? Can you go turn it off? I'm like, you're the man. Can you please go check? Like, yeah. what is going on? And sure enough, like the TV just came on, and then he would make up like, or he would tell me, oh, it's just the, it's just the Apple TV. It just came, it just came on. You know, it's just mm. the system. But it would happen like several times a week, and it would always be on a music channel. Weird. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, look, I even like said it out loud. I was like, look, I really appreciate your taste in music. I mean, come on, Guns and Roses. Why not? Ooh. I know. But it is, one, it was 2.30 in the morning. Mm. And two, I need to get up. And mm-hmm. three, we need our sleep. So p- could you please not tonight? Yeah. You know, it stopped after. Oh, that's so it was nice. nice. But I would always feel like I would hear knocks that I wouldn't have heard like I haven't noticed before while mm. living in this apartment because we've lived in this apartment for five years oh wow and I just I don't know I just always felt like there was something trying to communicate with me mm-hmm. and finally I went to two people and two psychics and um you know they were telling me that there is something or someone outside that's been trying to communicate and now that I've been opening my third eye up mm. it's becoming more Oh, you're like becoming aware of it. Becoming more aware of it. So when I went to New Orleans to Bloody Mary's Haunted Museum, the Mm -hmm. museum that me and my niece got uh, locked in, um, here's the thing. I asked Bloody Mary, I was like, I want to know 
who is in my apartment or mm. around it. And then she was like, it's a young man. And I want to say that he committed suicide oh, wow. by a gun. And then she said, what is the history of the apartment? I'm like the apartments were built in the seventies. Mm. And she's like, I don't know. I feel like I feel, what was that? <laughs> I'm going to be ignoring whatever that was. Yeah. Thank you. I feel that it came either with the property or maybe with the building. Mm. And then when she said young man committed suicide, I, I like, I froze. I said, Holy shit. She said, what? In 2017, this poor kid committed suicide two doors next to us. Oh, my God. Here? Here in this complex. Oh, my God. And I was coming home from a show. It was, like, around 8.30, and I noticed nothing but cop cars. Oh, my God. um, An ambulance and a fire truck. And then I saw all these people in the front, and I'm like, oh, my God, what happened? What happened? Did something happen to my husband? What happened to her? Like, was there a fire? What happened? And this girl comes up to my car. I'm like, is everything okay? She said, I'm, we're sorry that we're blocking the entrance into the apartment. Um, my brother committed suicide. Mm. I was like, fuck. And then I finally got into the apartment. Um, I spoke to my husband. like, what happened? He said, oh, babe, when I got home, there is this woman that ran out of the apartment. This older woman. And she oh, said that no. her, her son is dead. Her son is dead. And it oh, turned out that God. he had shot himself. This young 20-something-year-old kid shot himself. And when I told Bloody Mary that, everyone in the room froze. Like, they were like, I just got major goosebumps. It just got really cold in the room. That's so sad. His mom, oh. Yeah, it it was really, like, my, Charlie was saying, yeah, like, he was just chilling on the couch listening to music, and he hears this woman screaming. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was, he was like, it's good that you weren't here, because... Yeah, it was pretty scary. It just makes me really sad. Like, I don't know. This is, like, probably a little cliche, but it's just so sad. The thing I always think about with suicide is, like, the people that are left, it's just so heartbreaking because any one of them would have, you know what I mean, given up anything to keep you around. Yeah. And it's just, like, so sad that, like, you, like people get into very dark sad horrifying places right. and they're like there is no way out and this is like the way it has to be and no one will miss me if i'm gone or whatever the thing actually is and like i don't know if anyone needs to hear this like i promise you it's not true like you are needed here i don't know i just have like you a, matter yeah so much. i have like a feeling that like if someone needs to hear that then like hear it from me like you if are needed and listening, like, yeah. like you matter like you and we're not just saying that just oh no, no like you fucking matter and like his yeah, mom. it was That's it so was really sad. sad. And what really hit me too was like when I remember when I came to the front of the apartment, there were a lot of people, his family and his friends right. there. Uh, there was a, I think the reason I always think about this is there was a my high school split when I was a junior. Um, it was a very messy divorce, um, <laughs> but th- so the school district was growing so quickly. In the second high school, this kid killed himself, and oh there was God. like assemblies at both high schools. And the gymnasium was like it was like after school; it wasn't like required. Mm-hmm. It was packed, and like all these people from the community were there, and like all these people from the school oh. were there. And I just like couldn't get it out of my head. Like any, I didn't even know him that well. Mm-hmm. Like any one of these people in this room would have stopped and like right. tried to help any normal good human would like stop and be like hey i will help you like you don't have to do this and it just like breaks my heart because like this person is sitting there thinking like no one will miss me if i'm gone in theory and you know i'm not trying to put like words in anyone's mouths uh-huh. that is like in that dark place but it's just like, oh, you feel so isolated and alone, and you're not. And it's just, like, really hard. And God, his mom is the one that found yeah. him. Like, ugh. And the mom found him, and that was, like, yeah, that was crazy. When Bloody Mary told me that, like, and I told her, like, mm. holy shit, you, I just forgot. Oh, my God, this kid killed himself. And I asked her, like, what does he want? Mm. And she said, well, he's still around. He's not around your apartment particularly, but I think now more so that you're becoming more open. Mm. But I feel like he's still like around. Like something, it was a violent death. Like he shot himself. Oh. The music, he was he had he was an artist. He had right. something to do with music, which, I mean, could mm-hmm. be the reason why the channels kept on going to music channels on our television. Well, tell him to at least look up Lizzo if I he's going to be playing it, something. Girl, Come let on me now. tell you. Yes, I love that woman, Lizzo, Same. with her flute. 
Oh, I could watch her flute and twerk until the day I die. Oh, and I, I probably will. I watch that video all the time. Oh, listen to Obsessed. the mu- listen to the song Juice and Ugh. Fitness. If you're working out, listen to Fitness, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, here's an I don't think that this is connected to him, but it could be, but mm. um 2 years ago, I had the fright of my life coming up the stairs to my apartment. I hear this girl scream bloody murder. She runs out of her apartment and she tells me, oh my God, help me, help me, help me. I'm like, what's going on? I think there's someone in my apartment. There is a guy in my apartment. There is a young man standing behind the door in my apartment. And I'm like, we need to call the cops. Oh my God, is he still in there? Like, yeah. And this other gentleman from the other apartment asked us, like, what's going on? We think there was an intruder in the apartment. I'm gonna go on the side. He's probably like this guy, ex-Marines, like most likely. I know. I was like, yes, Mm. you will. I do Um, like being protected. So he goes on the other side, and you know, cops come. They do a mad sweep. There's helicopters. It's pretty intense. They find no one. Shook. And the guy was like, the the neighbor that came out, he was like, yeah, I didn't see anyone in in her apartment. I didn't see anyone out on the street or on the side of the apartment. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that could be him or maybe the girl was just like had a long day and saw things. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But I feel it and I have felt that there is something. Even when I got Mia, mm-hmm. she rarely barks. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that she barks towards the patio when it's open mm-hmm. when she sees the neighbors she barks at them she'd be like woof woof mm-hmm. like that but nothing too violent sure but there's been two incidences well instances where um she has barked at something outside mm-hmm. and none of the neighbors were there mm. it was quiet and none of them were home that's weird so i don't know if she's seeing something that i'm not seeing mm-hmm. but according to mary it's him I'm becoming more open. He's becoming a little more, I guess, adventurous. Adventurous around. He's not in the apartment. He's just around trying to make himself known. Um, don't invite him in. Leave salt out on your doorstep. Tell him to leave. And mm. um, I think to pay homage to his memory, play music and leave a piece of candy for him. Mm. Who doesn't love candy? Exactly. I have done so and. I, I don't know. I feel like it's calmed down a lot more. Yeah. But, I you know, it's like I just feel it. It's that intuition. Mm-hmm. You just feel it. In like, the penal gland. In the penal gland. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Exactly. So that was my little ghosty do- ghost tale. Damn. Yeah. But, I mean, like, now that since doing this podcast, going to David's house, I feel like I'm becoming a little more open, especially sure. with what happened in front of that shop in Burbank where I caught that image of that mm-hmm, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like they're becoming a little more playful all of a sudden. Oof. Just protect yourself. Yeah, real. That's Seriously. true always, though. Just be grounded, guys. Yeah. All right. So this one wasn't submitted to us, but we have um, some things to say. So this individual left us this amazing review on our iTunes. Hi. You could see it on our reviews. Vanderpool K, hit us up, please, at HollywoodParanormal at Gmail, because you just inspired us to do an yes. episode on this story. And here it is, guys. So Vanderpool K, thank you for one thing, Vanderpool, for leaving us a five-star review. Hi. The title of his review is, I have a story, or her review, I have a story. My husband is the attorney representing the people that currently own the American Horror Story mansion, the murder house. Bananas. It is really haunted by a butler and a little girl, and they never stay there. It's too creepy, but that's si- that's a sidebar. We love New Orleans, go there all the time. Weird things happen pretty much every time we go. We're not from there, but we get it. We know the deal. We like to stay at what was the Iberville Suites connected to the Ritz. No, it's a good area. It's good good suites. One night, I woke up to the bed sheet being pulled up from my bare shoulder. Thinking it was my husband, I opened my eyes to see him curled up on his side facing away from me. The next night, <laughs> let me be cold. Thank you. The next night, I saw her, a little girl about five to six years old, in an, in an old fashioned nightgown. No, Vanderpool K, please hit us up on yes. Gmail. 
because uh, we really would love to talk to you, possibly your husband, if possible, about the American Horror Story house. Because I've read articles about the couple that live there. And they are not happy. One, with the dead. And two, with the living. I mean, that is the order, right? Yeah. First of all. You inspired us to do that episode. Yay, We're going to be you. doing that episode soon, guys. So stay tuned. It's a really crazy tale. Mm-hmm. Really, really crazy. And there's some people that I want to talk to about it, too, that have the tea on that house and the history of that location mm-hmm. and everything else. Oof. But that is insane. That I mean, that's, I mean, a lot of those hotels in and around the quarter have a lot of tales, have a lot of stories. Wow, yes. Of a lot of hauntings. I love her there. I guess we don't technically know, but I love they're just like, yeah, the weird things happen to us every time. Like, maybe you stop going to New Orleans. <laughs> I don't know. Have you tried Vegas? I had a girlfriend who went to, um, well, she went to school with me in Loyola. Mm, nice. And she was, um, I was telling her about the podcast, and she was like, you know, last month I went to New Orleans for a convention. Mm. And I was staying in a hotel uh, in the Garden District off of St. Charles mm-hmm. Avenue. And she said that she does have a sixth sense mm-hmm. that she connects with the dead. And she said that, yeah, I was like, I was in a deep sleep and something woke me up. And I woke up and there's this dark figure of a man in 18th century clothing looking at me. Mm-mm. Just looking at me at the foot of my bed. Mm-mm. And um, I just kind of like shimmy my way out like, excuse me. To go, I need to go downstairs. So she goes downstairs and she tells the front desk people, Can you? Is it possible for me to get another room because there's a dead guy looking at me as I'm sleeping? And they're like, Oh, what room are you? Oh, you're in the oh, oh, yeah. So they tell her, Yeah, you were placed in in that room. And she's like, What do you mean that room? Oh, yeah, (laughs) we've had a lot of people complain about some weird things that have happened. She's like, I just need to sleep. Can you get me out? Can you get me out of that room? Uh-huh. So they were able to switch rooms. Let me make myself very <laughs> clear, hotel owners of America. If you do not let me know beforehand that there is something haunted in the room that I have purchased from you, expect me to burn your hotel down. Like that is the <laughs> agreement that we are in. Because I would be like, and I'm super waspy, as everyone can tell. Um, so I can't like confront people i i literally can't do it like if my food is wrong at a restaurant i'll just eat it like i cannot so like even the fact that she's like can i get a different room i probably like it's fine like i'll just deal with it but if i like were to find out like oh yeah we knew that room was haunted and didn't tell you like be prepared for like the dark side of the wasp fire in my soul because i will now be destroying your life in horrible horrible ways Mm -hmm. i would be so angry you knew and didn't tell me mistake that's so funny because the people that own the american horror story house were never told of the stories of the house unacceptable which is why i'm wondering vanderpool is that one of the reasons why they you know are seeking legal action i think it's kind of a common practice in real estate though like low-key real estate agents Mm -hmm. like it's a really tough gig y'all have like if any of you are real estate agents kudos because it's tough and you get these houses and it's like yeah there was like a family murdered here and it's like okay well that's never going to sell yeah so like don't tell them and then they buy this beautiful home and i totally get that but then all of a sudden it's like this family's haunted like Ugh. is it by law like california real estate law or something i don't know if that's a thing but like aren't they supposed to disclose that information i just or? made that example up off the top of my head <laughs> but yes it's i think there are certain regulations that of course they have to follow but there are other ones that they do not have to disclose push out i remember watching a buzzfeed episode like the buzzfeed unsolved where they did a special on one of their co-workers who bought this house and no. i when i saw the episode i had to share i had to share the episode with charlie because yeah. we always go on zillow and sure. redfin and kind of curl up in a corner and cry because we're yes, like why yeah. is it so expensive wow. we saw that house we had it under one of our favorites on zillow and then we see it on this episode and this girl was like complaining about how haunted the house was and i looked at charlie i was like one of the main questions i will deaf ask the agent one asbestos is it here two termites three molds and four is a motherfucking haunted go i I might (laughs) i might take termites over haunted i that's a tough one 
it is a bitch if it's like infested with termites, but I don't think it's a bitch considering that we do have enough contacts to do a decent yeah, cleanse or true. an exorcism. You can always burn it. <laughs> everyone's, <laughs> everyone's gonna watch this episode or listen to this episode You're and be like, start you a have really a pyromania bad. issue. <laughs> Seriously. Sorry I like burning things. Like <laughs> my bad. Alright. <laughs> Sorry. Like, okay. Did I tell you I burnt my Christmas tree? Vanderpool's husband all of a sudden contacts us. We're suing you. We're suing you for libel, defamation of character, and illegal Christmas tree burning. Done. Fair enough. (laughs) Guilty as charged. Oh well, we you know. I'm gonna make sure that I keep my matches away from you. (laughs) Smart. That's smart. (laughs) All right, guys. So we save the best for last. We have a story recorded. And here's a little backstory on that story. We had our carpets cleaned the other day, and the gentleman that was cleaning our carpets was so nice. I told him about our podcast, and he was like, I got to stop what I'm doing, <laughs> and I got I have stories. And I was like, first off, can you finish the rest right, yeah. of the living room, and then please spill the haunted tea. Hilarious. And it was pretty, pretty tasty tea. Um, so... Here's the story. His name is Moses, and this is his story about um, what happens when you wander into a, a haunted mental hospital. Oh God, Moses! And what? come no. out and come out with some literal scars. Oh my God! And here's his story. No. Moses, tell me about your crazy story that left a scar on your arm. Oh yeah. So what happened is about 15 years ago, we had a friend. Had a friend. <laughs> That was a little off, a little weird. Uh-huh. He was always talking about his mom did brujeria and all this other stuff. We believed him. We had no reason not to. And one day, after all of us hanging out at night, around midnight, he told us, hey, you guys want to go check out this haunted spot? We thought it was BS. You know, like everybody always thinks, fine, let's go. So uh, it's up in the hills somewhere. I don't remember the exact road. So the story that he told us about it is it used to be an insane asylum. Uh-huh. And in the 70s or something like that, there was a big earthquake. And it, like, broke in half. And a bunch of people died. Some people didn't. Some people did. They had to get them all out of there. So we park on this street. And then he goes, it's up there. So then there's, like, eight of us. We start walking up this grassy hill all the way to the top. Like, it's, like, 1.30 in the morning. And um, no lights, just flashlights. We get to this house that's, like, I can't forget it. We get to this house that's. Totally abandoned. Looks like nobody's in there. There's a gate around it. There's a gate. There's a gate around it. And uh, we find an opening in the gate. So we go in. We go in the opening. We go in the house. We tell him to go first. So he goes in. It's totally dark. Mm-hmm. It's like pitch black. All you can see is the light from the flashlight. You can't even see. Oh, well, when you open the door, it was nothing but rooms. Just room, 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 all the way down. And uh, we start walking in. We're watching our feet. There's stuff all over the floor. Um, all you can see is the flashlight. You look behind. It's totally pitch black. You can't see anything. Oh, my God. We only had two flashlights, like big dummies. There's eight of us with two flashlights. So I'm behind the person with the flashlight. I'm like, I'm terrified. <laughs> but I'm trying to act like I'm brave. Uh, we go into one room. There's nothing in there. Just broken toilet and blah, blah, blah. We go into another room. We're digging. We're being nosy, people. We're going in the closets. We find a noose in one room. Oh, my God. We're like, okay, no dead people there. So there's a noose in the closet just laying there, uh, just tied up, ready to go. We go into another room. I guess that's where the office was, where they had all the patient's blood, the vials, the the, the little squares that go like this, that you uh-huh. put the blood in the middle, just scattered all over the floor, just everywhere. Oh, just, like little blood samples. Yes, just oh, all over the floor, no. just thrown around. I'm like, why didn't anybody clean this up? So I'm thinking this in my head. We go into another room where there's this weird writing on the wall. It wasn't tagging. It was like writing, like nasty, like witch people writing. Yeah, it's just satanic. It looks all almost over, satanic, all right? over the walls. So we keep walking down this hall and then... I'm getting this really bad feeling. It's just overwhelming. Overwhelming. And uh, at the end of the hall, there's this door, maybe like 70 feet away. Mm-hmm. And uh, we hear a boom, boom on the door. No. And we're like, we stop. He keeps walking. 
when he keeps walking, we just froze. So we're like, okay, maybe there's homeless people. Next thing you know, he's like maybe 15 feet ahead of us. He turns around with his panic look and starts walking back really fast. And then you hear these footsteps going boom, 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 boom. They're, walk, they're running towards us. And it's heavy. There's nothing there. <gasps> There's nothing there and it's running towards us. I remember turning around and grabbing my brother by the collar and he is on the ground. I don't know where I got the strength. I was dragging him. I was dragging him by the shirt and, and everything. He's sort of getting up. I remember that we got to the door. Oh, the door behind us closed. Oh, shit. It just went boom. It just closed. When it closed. They didn't want you guys to leave. (laughs) When it closed, we got to the door. This girl was in front of us. I remember she had the door halfway open. I grabbed her by the hair. I threw her behind me. And I got me and my brother and pushed through people to get out. Oh, man. How many people were with you? Eight of us. God. And I remember where we start running down this hill. It's like a quarter mile to get there. So we're running as fast as we can. I can hear something running behind us. Oh, my God. Like the whole time. Something's and everyone running. is in front of you, right? Or? They're like beside us or running, but it wasn't their footsteps. You can oh, hear. And no. these people, and then I'm turning around really fast. My brother's running. And you can see they're just as scared as I am. Even the guy that took us up there, you would see his face. He was terrified. Um, we're running, 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 running. We get down to the car. We jump in the car. I have the car on. There's a... A bigger guy, slow. I'm like, hurry the hell up. He's getting in the car. We drive away. As we're driving, we're all like, holy shit, holy shit, what happened? Processing. What was that, man? Yeah. And then I'm driving. And as I'm driving, I feel something hot on my left arm. Like Stop. really hot. Like really hot. And then I look down. There's just blood dripping off of my arm. The whole thing. Oh, my thing. God. And it was my scars that I got. So it was like in the sun. <gasps> So it's like here, it looked like three, like this, just like three Guys, things. I'm looking at the scar right now. We're going to take a picture and post it on Instagram. Yeah, and uh, the, that's that where I got intense. my tattoo. I didn't have my tattoos all that, that time. That is intense. It was like deep. and it was No, just, I could see the marking. Yeah, yeah, and it was three, like that. Holy and it was just, shit. It was just coming down on my arm and it wouldn't stop bleeding. Oh my God. So we got to the house. We didn't want to go to the hospital. We got to the house. We wrapped it up and everything. And the next day I keep checking it and it's just, it started scarring later. Later on, they're like, you guys want to go back up there? F you. I'm never going back to that place again. <laughs> never. We went back years later. Uh, well, I didn't. They went back. They said it was gone. They tore it all down. Good. All shit. Good. The whole thing is gone. I think that probably teens go over there or went over there to do something and summon something. And that something stayed there and followed you guys out. It was running after us. And you could hear the foot just boom, 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 boom. Just running as fast as they could. After that incident, did anything happen to you or your friends in their personal spaces? Like, did they bring anything back with them? No, not that time. The other time oh, was... Oh, shit. <laughs> when would you guys learn? <laughs> the other time, this girl, we were up in the mountains. We were up in the mountains um, in mid-Cali. Uh-huh. And we went through a cemetery. Oh, oh, oh just like... Bre- you, you like get dumb brisk- people. We were in our early 20s. We were just dumb. Dumb. Taking a brisk walk through a cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> and, we, and we see a little shadow of something sitting over there. We're like, ah, this is dumb. This is not true. This and that. All of a sudden, one of the girls that was with us started going crazy. She swore that she saw something jumping through the trees. We didn't see anything. So, but it started freaking us out. So we get in the car. We start driving away. It's a mountain road. Oh, shit. As we're driving away, she keeps turning around, freaking out, freaking out. Like, starts screaming, saying that it's following us. That it's running behind us. And... We're like, just shut up. We're telling her. There's Um. nothing behind us. Her eyes were totally black. She kept seeing this thing. Next thing you know, she's really screaming. She starts scratching me. I tell them to grab her. When they let her go, she starts pulling out her own hair. (gasps) She just started to hurry up. And she's just pulling her hair. We're like, what the hell is wrong with her? She's going crazy. So they're holding her down. And it's like two guys holding her down. And they can't stop her. And she's a little girl. Maybe like 115 pounds. Shit. And they couldn't hold her down. I remember then I started freaking out, so I started driving faster and then started driving like very dangerously. I'm like, dude, we could have that when we got to the bottom of the hill, I remember the brakes of my car were smoking. <gasps> oh my god. Like so bad. And the whole when she's down there, she's crying and I'm I'm screaming at her, Emily. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? Like we're all screaming at her, like just shut up already. We're telling her because there's nothing behind us. We're all standing outside, there's nothing there, but she swore there was something behind us. No. 
And she has bald spots to prove it because she was pulling her hair out. They had to hold her. Oh, my God. And it was another car with us that he was like, what the hell's going on with you guys? We were driving like this. Yeah. And he, and he kept, like, trying to call us, but the signal wouldn't go through because we're up in the hills. When we got to the bottom, he's screaming at me, like, why am I driving like an asshole? And I'm like, dude, this was happening. Look at her. So. Oh, my God. Those are two other stories. Oh my god, it's so crazy. Do you have any uh do you have anything else you want to say for people that are in their twenties and are thrill seekers like you, like going into these crazy places? I wouldn't do it. Don't well, do it. N- now <laughs> thinking back on it, I wouldn't do it. I know back then you wanna be tough, you wanna be cool in front of your friends. Right. Forget that. I have scars because of that. Oh my god. I wish I would have never done that because once in a while, once in a while, it just comes to my head at night and I start thinking about it. Shit. And it yeah. won't get out of my head. The reminder is a physical and mental reminder. Yes. Of- <laughs> but it happens once every few years. I just And then I don't sleep all night because that's all I'm thinking about. Yeah. So the next day I'm like, you can't think about this. Like, you can. You got to just get it out of your head. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. This you is crazy. It. Thank you. you. I'm going to take it. a picture of your arm real quick to show people. Okay. Don't be stupid. Yeah, don't be stupid. <laughs> thank you so much, Moses. You got it. That isn't that insane? I'm dead. I'm <laughs> I actually have deceased. Mia's in the background, guys. Like that's what you heard in the background. She was still in her crate, still to crate training, but I think that story scared her. Who she was knew crying. that she was my internal spirit guide? Because same. Same thing. She's same. like, make him stop already. Um also some brief takeaways. I love when Moses is like you know, as anybody would. Let me stop you right there. No, I will not be going into an insane asylum. Right. No. No, 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 no. And I was trying to find out which one he was talking about. He said it was like in the mountains. Mm. So there, and it was torn down or part of it was torn down. I ended up finding out that there is an asylum asylum that part of it was torn down due to an earthquake and it's the Patton State Hospital. And it's in San Bernardino County. It's mm. right by the mountains. And it's off of uh, East Highland Avenue. Nope. So part of it is still up. Like, there's little buildings. But the main building was completely demolished. Yep. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, and that hospital, from what I've researched, very haunted. No. It claimed the lives of our what they said, um, 2,094 patients have died. Jesus. That's <laughs> bleak in and of itself. Yeah, so the like... hospital was open in 1893, and I think it was the rest of it was torn down in the late 2000s. No. But there's still little buildings of it surrounding, or that did surround the main building. Oof. Another one that could have been... Um, um, that hospital was the L.A. County Poor Farm or the Rancho Los Amigos, which is part of Downey. Mm. So that's another one. But that one's still up. It's still, you know, standing. So Oof. who knows? Woof. I know. Just listen to Uncle Moses. Do not do it. Yeah. And he showed me the scars. I posted them on Instagram on our story. I think I just know on our on our story but not our feed so i'll post it so you guys can see but it is covered by um a large tattoo that he has but you can clearly see there is one visible one and then the other two are pretty like bleak but he was like he was legit like scared when he was telling me this story he's like oh man like like, i don't know if i want to say it but okay i want to do it for the podcast you know kind of yeah that's so sweet (laughs) do it for the podcast um also i just feel like i would have died because like i can't run (laughs) Like, I literally can't run. So, like, when they're, like, being chased and they could hear it, run, like, I would be abducted by a ghost. I can't Easy run. prey. Oh, yeah. Like, that's it. So, like, my fight or flight is non-existent. I don't have a flight. I only have, like, fight or pass out. It's great. Because I can't run. So, I'm like, well, I mean, I guess I'm just going to hit it. And then if that doesn't work, I'm just going to crumple up into a ball. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm not a surviving species. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah. The biggest question is, what would Lizzo do in that situation? I think if you twerk, it's like a get out of jail free card. <laughs> so the ghost comes, you twerk at it, you're free. You can write that in your ghost diary. 
All right, guys. So this is a public service announcement from Uncle Bryce. Yeah, twerk, twerk to freedom. To freedom. To free yourself from the spirits. Twerk the holy ghost out of you. Twerk the Real. demon out of you. There Real. you go. Yes. Just sit down and watch a Lizzo video. That's fine. You'll understand. All right, guys. So those are our listeners' tales. Crazy tales. Thank you so much yes. to Jessica, to Emma, to Moses, to Therese. Or is it Tyrese? No, Therese. We are bad at names. We are really bad at names. Sorry, girl. But we're really great. But hell yes to your stories. (laughs) Hell yes to stories. Sorry about your names. Yes. So, Vanderpool, okay, if you are out there listening, please email us. We really would love to get in connection with mm-hmm. you in regards to the American Horror Story house. Otherwise, you know? I will just wildly speculate. Yes, we're just going to speculate, <laughs> all right? But we will definitely do our research yes. on that. So, we have a couple more episodes, guys, before we go on our hiatus in May. Because yes. for me, not so much for Bryce now that he's not working with me. I know. It's so weird. That um, I go into my blackout period. <laughs> there's a lot of shows I have to design, and there's not enough time in the world yes so we will be back i want to say mid-june but th- we might ninja a little mini sewed in that month yeah. just a little you know salt bay sprinkle a little story for yeah. you guys just because like, hey, we just can't be away from you you might say we'll be haunting your mm-hmm. podcast listening devices yes of course <laughs> just just don't twerk us out yeah. all right <laughs> or do honestly i kind of want to see it so I it's fine <laughs> All right, guys. If you love Hollywood Paranormal, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps us out a lot. It helps us indie podcasters become a little more visible. If you can't get enough of Hollywood Paranormal, then stalk us, please, on Instagram and Facebook at Hollywood Paranormal and Twitter at HWP Podcast. Have a story that you're dying to share with us, no pun intended, then email us at HollywoodParanormal at gmail.com, or you can even message us on Facebook. Facebook and Instagram. Just slide into our DMs, guys. Catch up with our past episodes on Blueberry Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Google Play, Castbox, Player FM, and Spotify. So, guys, till next time, you definitely don't want to miss our next episode, The American Horror Story uh, House. And I will be playing Connie Britton. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce, do you have anything you want to say? Anything you want to, you know, twerk about? No. All right. I'm all twerked out. <laughs> all right. Till next, guy. Till next time, guys. Stay Hollywood. Bye. Bye.